The Art Thief by Michael Finkel tells the unbelievable true story of Stefan Breitwieser, the most successful art thief of all time. In eight years, Breitwieser stole more than 300 priceless works of art from museums and cathedrals all over Europe. Unlike most thieves, Breitwieser never stole for money. He stole only for aesthetic desire. The Art Thief is a riveting story of art, crime, love, and an insatiable hunger to possess beauty at any cost. Available from Knopf, wherever books are sold. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov career USBP. Hello and welcome to our first podcast of the season. Uh, thank you very much for your continued support of FanCast and being a listener of the show. And now, before we get stuck into this episode, I want to take a minute to talk to you about our number one goalkeeper, Carl Akimi. Now, as you're aware, a few weeks ago we learned the tragic news that Carl had been diagnosed with acute leukaemia. It was a big shock, to say the least. Now, we all love football and we all love the different nuances that come with it. But this really does put life into perspective and shows how little football really means to us at the end of the day. Um, Now, leukaemia is a cancer of the blood. Now, did you know there are 38,000 people diagnosed with blood cancer each year and that one in 25 of us will contract it? Now is the time, more than ever, to help those who are infected. Now, here at Fancast, we're looking to carry out a couple of initiatives this season to help raise money for cure leukaemia in honour of Carl. However, there are some great initiatives going out at the moment from fellow fans, such as Steve Plant's 24-hour penalty shootout before the opening game of the season against Middlesbrough, Martin Danks' walk to Molyneux before the game against Middlesbrough again, and many more. Now, if you would like to start your own fundraising activity or just to make a donation, a special page has been set up for Carla Kimi. For more information, just visit cureleukemia.co.uk. We all see footballers like Carl as our heroes. Now is the time to support Keems during this unexpected journey and become his heroes. We are all with you, Carl. We are all Team Keems. Thank you. Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new season of Wolves Fancast. It's the eighth straight season and we're back plugging into your ears and annoying the hell out of you. Um, on the podcast this week, oh it's David Evans is here by the way everyone. <laughs> David <laughs> Evans Did here. you say that at the start? No. Well, you missed it. No I missed it. You are here. I am here. I'm in present. And on the podcast this week for the first episode of the season is Richard Hobbs. Hello everyone. Ben Husband. Hello. Andy Gillard. Hiya. And Chris Merricks. We're back! It's been a long summer. It's been a long summer. Unpredictable summer, both good and bad for Wolves this season. But we're going to talk about stuff that's going on the pitch for Wolves. Uh, We're going to talk about the upcoming season, predictions for Wolves and predictions for other teams. We'll preview the game at the weekend against Middlesbrough. Uh, We're going to talk about rumour players, ins and outs. But firstly, gentlemen, um, opening question. How do you feel this summer compared to last? Are your excitement levels higher than they were last summer or is it kind of around the same 
How does everyone feel about how it's gone this summer? I'm more optimistic because it appears like we've had a bit of a plan in place. Because you think it was a year ago yesterday when we hired Zenga. So it would have been like, this point last season, we decided to change magic completely. Last year we had all that kind of, we all know Jacket's going to go, but we haven't got round to it. This year, we almost got rid of Lambert pretty much at the end of the season. So we had a nice sort of build-up point to this point and... Going yeah. through the panic of how many clubs Zenger had yeah. <laughs> been had. But he's won the Romanian League. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's <laughs> a way of comparing last season to this season. 31st of July last year, we'd signed Lonergan, Silvio and Costa on loan. That that was our signing. That last one didn't really work out. Costa would have been brilliant. But he was one of these ones brought in thought, is he going to cut well, it? And he ended up being the one. Lonergan and Silvio, obviously not. And we'd got rid of Zeli Ishmael, Van Lepara, Bukhari, Macalinden, McCary, Rowe, Siggy, and McDonald. That's everything we'd done in the summer till this point. Still a point. tear in my eye. Mm. Still a tear. Yeah, that last one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think a lot of last summer was geared towards the fact that they thought they was going to get Lopetegui, didn't. Yeah. And then it was, all a bit, it was all a bit of a mad rush. Mm. They got someone in that could essentially coach them, and I think he, I, I still think he was more of just like a cover teacher. Who just, yeah, he was a substitute. Yeah, mm. yeah, and then he was a human being. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just all it was all a bit of a rush. Whereas this year actually feels like there is a genuine sort yeah. of plan, which is nice. I think we talked before. I think they had a plan A last season with Lopetegui. It, it fell through, so they've almost had to wait a whole season to get back to reimagining what plan A was again. Mm. Well, they they got Zenga. It didn't really work. No, they went. You know, with someone that's proven in this mm. league. Um, Inverted commas there, by the It was. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work on an audio <laughs> feature, does it? Um, and they got Lambert in to keep us up, and he did, but now I think they've got sort of, they've had a bit more time. Oh, oh. Something I've just thought, thought about is that this time last year, we were trying to get uh, Lopetegui. Mm-hmm. We ended up going for Zenga. Yeah. And now we've settled on Nuno Espirito Santo. I think you pronounce it's Nuno Prito Santo. Is it? Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry, David. Prito Santo, you <laughs> avid listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all Carry go- on. All goalkeepers. Yeah. All former goalkeepers. Yeah. I didn't realise that until now. I was off target mm. keeper as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember it being mentioned last year. Because there's not that many goalkeeper managers, and no. we're going no. through them all. No. We've so we're going to get Brian Gunn next. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Stell's doing his badges. Yeah, he's, yeah. Still, he's still a system manager. One thing that I thought that when they went for Lopetegui and then obviously didn't work out and they got for Zenga, the way it's worked with Santo that he sort of brung in a lot of players that were from Porto, mm. do you think they had a, a list for Lopetegui? And then when it all went oh, a bit peaked tongue that Zenga turned up and people were saying, well, I'm not playing yeah, for you. My, my yeah. theory would be that Lopetegui probably had players lined up. It fell through Lopetegui, so they were like, no. Mm-hmm. And... If, and these players probably weren't going to go to Zenga, for yeah, example. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Whereas these mm. players are, are no Santo, and at least go, yeah, right, I, I, I'll work with him again. Make no mistake that a lot of them have come because of him. Mm. Yeah. So, well, they've all said, that, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's the one who's persuaded yeah, yeah. me to come. Even with it being lost in translation a little bit, mm. never have said that he came because mm. it was him. Yeah. Or his closed was because he just trusted I was going to say, same yeah. with the manager, so Bolly in a way, by the sounds of it, it was like he wasn't particularly keen on a move to England or Wolves mm. but it was he's moved for Santo because he hopefully believes in the project mm. 
But we've all got to be excited. This yeah. is just yeah, unbelievable. It just know, gets better by the day. A year ago tomorrow, which would be the Tuesday the 1st of August, was when Zeng had his first press conference and he said that Wolves are the biggest team in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Still God, waiting for uh, <laughs> Supernes to say something like uh, that, aren't we? Super Nintendo Or say anything. <laughs> I, love, I love the fact that he's just yeah. gone absolutely like radio silent. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, it's so funny. I sent all you boys the fact I, I met him yes. outside New Street Station. And, and did Go, and it's Chris from the fan club. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Alex. Yeah. You don't get spotted. No, no, no. I'm trying to work up to that. Yeah. But he was walking. And I was like, it's him as well. And I was on the phone. And I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. It's new now. I literally cornered him. I was like, I oh, can I have a photo. And he was, he was all right. But he just couldn't like sort of wait to get away. Like, and I was just like, oh, are you looking forward to the season? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> good luck anyway. No, no. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, yeah, where'd you go from there? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You had your prepared cards with you. I thought I'm going to get some content yeah, in. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. And the Actually, fact he's like seven foot tall and is he big? He looks like he can I handle saw, himself. I saw Roderick Miranda in Sainsbury's last week. Oh, player watch. In Sainsbury's watch, watch as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What aisle was he perusing? He was in the uh, baby aisle. Because oh. he, yeah, because he's gonna have a baby. Isn't he, he? Yeah, like um, his partner was. His partner's gonna have a baby, not him personally. Technically, it's him awkwardly standing with like a bag of nappies just on his phone, and with me just kind of in Sainsbury's on the other aisle, just going. Pretty sure I recognise him. Yeah. Going to misses. I think he plays the wall. And like just. It's really odd, and if any of you guys, obviously you've seen sort of Santo recently, when you meet a footballer in the real world, you kind of just look at weird, like going, right, yeah, I pay to watch you do stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. when you see a teacher outside of school. Yeah. It's yeah. not bizarre. It's, it's bizarre. We were doing that once, we were in River Island, and I was looking at something, and my friend said to me, I recognise him over there. Did he used to be... Did we used to work with him or something? I turned around and it was Steve Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, we definitely didn't. It is right. Like, he, was, he was carrying like, um, an Adidas bag. And I was like, he does shopping. Yeah. <laughs> in the real world. That's what I was like when he's in the ballroom. It's like, what is going on? Uh, right, let's, let's get on to the, uh, the transfers then. It's been loads in, loads out. But before we get excited with all the ins, let's talk about the outs so far. Uh, this summer and hopefully I've got these all right so Ebanks Sandel's gone on loan to MK Dons Iorfa's gone on loan to Ipswich Bodvarsson has gone to Reading for about £3 million Savile to Millwall uh, Wallace to Millwall Gladden I think it's not a good audio content but we should probably have a little silence for, yeah. uh, for Mr Gladden Spray silence Dave had in a minute of pure yeah. silence <laughs> uh, so Gladden uh, has gone to Hercules on loan. and then as recorded today uh, Lee, Evan, Lee Evans sorry, has joined Wigan on loan. Are there any of those, uh, everybody, that you are surprised to have gone or you perhaps didn't want to go? I wonder whether I offer to Ipswich is probably the strangest one. I was going to say, out of all of those, I mean, it's a bit of hindsight now we're approaching the start of the season. Not disappointed by any of them. The only no. one I'm slightly surprised at is I offer, but I can sort of see a reasoning around the it. The reason I'm slightly surprised is we are quite light in that position. Yeah. But, I mean, when you see this. You know, if t- if two years ago, or even a year ago, I offer was available, he wouldn't have been going to Ipswich on loan. Mm. His stock has fallen mm. dramatically. Yeah. West Ham, yeah. probably the last yeah, eighteen yeah, months. Yeah. So, in a way, it's a good move for him because he'll get a lot of football, and hopefully, he can pick himself back up. And you couldn't trust him to play right wing back anyway. No, he, no, he, he can't cross. He would have to play right centre half, which. Yeah. 
And again, I wouldn't trust him there. Mm. I don't think we've lost any real quality. No. I think you can say you've lost squad players. The only one that surprised me slightly was Bob Varson. Just yeah, because the lack yeah. of players in that area that we hadn't brought anyone in. We seem to have brought players in, then got rid of them. I just, this think, I just think Nuno just didn't fancy him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, not surprised for his ability because he was mm. one of them that he, he looked like he was going to set the world alight at the start. Mm. He did look quite good and then he's, over the season he just... Especially with this Leo Leo Bonatini, which we'll talk about later, looks like he mm. could be the like for like replacement. I remember saying yeah. some, when Bod Varson left because I made sort of a bit of a joke saying, "Well, he's gone for three million pounds and he's got only scored three goals. You're paying like a million quid a goal." And a Reading friend of mine sent me a message back saying, "Yeah, but at least he'll get service with us." And I was like, "Actually, at the time, yeah. it's kind of like it's a bit chicken and the egg, but." He might point. actually have a point, but last season he was starved a bit. Yeah, it was lump ball, um, wasn't it? Yeah, up yeah. to him, which was he wasn't able to really. I mean, cope with re- despite his, his height, his record isn't exactly up to much cop anyway. But I do slightly sympathise that another manager might see something else in him if he can play in a system more suited. I don't know. I think we've done really well because everyone knows that we need to lose players. Yeah, and the players that we're losing are obviously not the players that we want to keep. Yeah. So essentially, clubs can—they're not going to be offering mm. big money. They know we've got money, and they know that we want to and need to sell. Mm. So I think we've done quite well to trim the squad. A lot of loans, well though, in terms of going forward, you've got to but cut it, those players. It's off. contracts yeah. running down. As That's well. what I was just about yeah. to say. I think it's just a way of running their contracts down to try and maybe generate a bit of value at mm. the end mm. if and they come back with yeah. twelve months. And it's left. also a safety net as well for us and the club. So if it all goes terrible under Santo or whatever, and we end up—I don't know—like falling our stock dropping really low you've got someone like Evanks Lendellin who you know can sort of do a job hopefully he gets another year under his belt he'll be another year better mm. and you know that's not something we have to rebuy. Um same as someone like Evans who has got a decent level of quality about him he's probably good I mean Wigan's probably is be- the best club he could go to because they're going to be pretty decent in that league yeah um you, th- you think they'd be yeah, at the top of the league? Top of League One, bottom of Championship. Yeah, but then which, is which hopefully we're aiming for top of Championship now. But that's where you could put a lot of the players that have left. That, I mean, looking Championship, top League yeah. One, which yeah. is yeah. where we ultimately yeah. have yeah. been over the last you know, two losing, seasons. Losing Wallace and Savile, I think, is probably a good thing as well because you're right. They're mm. average at Championship at best, yeah, yeah. and really at best, and. We can't afford to have players like that unless they're able to make that step up. I'm amazed anyone would pay money for those players, to be honest. Wow. Because yeah. there's no way they would have got three million. I mean, we've uh, made, made a million. Yeah. good yeah, profit, profit there. On him, yeah. But then again, I suppose you say a, a million a goal, a yeah. belonging to Middlesbrough, which no, we'll come on to. Yeah. Mm. That's basically the same as what he did last year. Mm-hmm. Fifteen goals, fifteen million. Yeah. So maybe that's the going right for a goal these days. Is yeah. there uh, anybody else in the next coming weeks you think may depart? Because there's one man who's been kind of quite quiet. He's an uh, old prince. The Fresh Prince. Yeah. The yeah. Fresh Prince. Yeah. Is kind He's of... in the under-23s, isn't he? Yeah. With, yeah. He was with But no, no speculation. You seem to literally forget about him. I wonder, he, he, you would think he'll get a move on loan yeah. somewhere. Is he cause injured? Yes. Is he? I think so, yeah. Because he's not a yeah, big injured at no, all. I'd like, of course, to tell us in the form of rap, if that's yeah. the case. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. he can't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, anyone else do you think maybe? Lonigan. Yeah, we've heard rumours. Yeah, I believe he is. He's been Preston, Sheffield. I thought anyone sort of north of Stoke have been linked with him. 
Um, Bart's obviously been linked to the few clubs Villa. today. Yeah. Villa, Hull, Sunderland, Leeds. Doherty's been linked with Leeds. I don't think Doherty will go. No, Doherty's been linked with Leeds for a while. Actually, I yeah, thought that he I'm was sure one of the ones that may have left yeah. for, for some I'm reason. Sure but it seems to have done all right. Most clubs Bart's been linked with. Hmm. They get linked to him pretty much every yeah. summer. Yeah. Villa have been linked yeah. to him. Villa get linked yeah. to him. Yeah. I, heard, I heard Sunderland when they were in the um, Premier League. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'd get decent money for that. Yeah. If we were to Captain being at the clubs in the Academy. Again, I know it's from League One, League One solid enough at this level. Three to five million. Yeah. I mean, from yeah. the outside in, he's a young, he's English, which is comes with a premium as well. Solid centre-half. Yeah. yeah, like you say, he's club captain. He's played a lot of games, how yeah. old he is as well. So I think you'd mm. get good money for him. Whether we would sell him or want to sell him is another question. Well, we've got a few more weeks left to go for Sunday. Shall we get into the inns? Yes. The exciting yes. <laughs> um, We're going to talk about two players in particular in a bit more detail, but here are the ins so far, which you obviously already know. Uh, Ryan Bennett from Norwich, which is a free. Uh, Ruddy from Norwich as well, which is a free. Uh, Old Miranda from Rio Ave for about two and a half million, apparently. Afuzu Aye. Is that how you say Aya? 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 No idea. Anyway, free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willie Bolly on loan from Porto. Uh, Barry Douglas from Con- Connie Spore. Is that how you say it? Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, for about a million. Uh, Neves from Porto for 15 million. Uh, Jota from Atletico Madrid on loan. Uh, Will Norris from Cambridge United. And Vinegray from Monaco on loan. We'll talk about uh, Neves and Jota in a bit more detail. But for the rest of them, how do people feel about those in so far compared to previous years? Because oh. it's, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> after, watching sa- after watching most of those players on Saturday... It'll do. It, so, it, it, it will do. When you are laughing, reading some of the names and prices <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. I think that says a lot. Oh, we just, we've got that like first team Atletico Madrid player. It's, yeah, the <laughs> youngest captain ever <laughs> in the Champions League. But you think yeah. how many years have we been saying we need a new defender, and we've gone out and bought Willy Bolly, Miranda, Bennett. We've said yeah. we need a new left back. We get Douglas in. How do you pronounce it? Vin- Vinegre? Vinegre, I'm going to say. Yeah. We've needed someone to replace McDonald. Um, yeah. I think we've got that, I reckon, I, I, re- I reckon we've probably got someone who can hold the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I know. Yeah, but how will he do? You know, on a Tuesday night against Brentford. That's going to be the question. I quite frankly don't care. <laughs> no, no. He's so if, good. If he no. doesn't want to play on the Tuesday night, it's fine. Keep him for when it's Sunday. Come on, Put your feet up. Yeah. I <laughs> really don't mind. You know what? You don't. You've had five mouth matches in a row, just put your feet up. I'm quite happy for it. If they look like they're going to try and kick him, for him to take him off after five minutes, just keep himself nice and healthy. So, Ryan Bennett, firstly, for Norwich. He came, uh, well, we talked about it on the last podcast when Nuno came in. Seems like a Lambert signing, maybe. I think he's one of the most, yeah. at the, the bottom end of the excitement scale on mm. transfers, mm. that it's quite similar to bat in the respect that the top players he's probably a better player but he's that type of centre half mm. compared to what else that mm. we've brought in. he's I probably the he's only good. one that I think that I don't think he'll play much I don't what's it say that Cody it was captain well. on Saturday and played centre back if you're Ryan Bennett you must be thinking well yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. Really, what, have I, I mean, what have I done wrong almost or? certainly he'll have to play on the right side of that back three mm. of which you've got Miranda there you've probably got Bart who can play only there so he's going to be third, 
Choice. He'll play against Harris is coming back. Or you can play right wing back like he did for 15 minutes on Saturday, which was. It was it was difficult to watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he didn't know what he was. He, clearly, he didn't know what he was doing. And like, he's not built as a wing back or a wide midfielder, is he? He's a centre back. Yeah, it? and like, he got the ball for a throw it, and he genuinely looked at about how to do it. It's like, what? <laughs> I yeah. think give it to someone else to do it. It's like no. Tottenham, Tottenham Peter Griffin in family forgets how to walk down the stairs. Ruddy from Norwich for free. Now, at first, we all thought, wow, this is. You know, I think he came in in unfortunate circumstances. Although I heard stories that we were probably going to go for him anyway. Um, but we all thought, what a, a steady goalkeeper. But you know, from reports I hear. He hasn't been. Maybe he's just trying to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. But he hasn't been on as confident. S- on Saturday. Um, I mean, we've all probably seen highlights for the um, Vardy chance, which Cody magnificently cleared offline. But the way he came out was a bit suspect for me. He did like a weird star jump when the ball was just on the floor. Um, I think he's he's a very sort of dependable goalie. Yeah. Mm. Be, I, think, I think it'd be similar to like a Michael Oaks. Yeah, mm. that's like, how I he'll, see it. he'll do a decent job for us. Um, though we know sort of thrills. Um, he's not probably going to be exactly an eccentric goalkeeper. But it's probably what we need at, at this time. Mm. Um, Miranda from Rio Ave again. No, nothing really. But he's but from stuff I read, he's a, a classic Mendes player that goes through the cycle yeah. of clubs. But he's, he's looked really good from what I've seen. He's, he's more an robust. Than, he's both, more robust both in footballing and looks. Not a fan. Oh, he, he looks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just not my type. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's more robust. He's a, he's more no nonsense than. Yeah. I Do you mean appearance or football stuff? And again, we'll, we'll stick to appearance <laughs> on this part. And then you like dedicate like fifteen twenty minutes afterwards for looks. He's, yeah, he's yeah. no yeah. nonsense and robust. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but like he, I thought he was going to be a bit more sort of keeper on the deck. Yeah. but he's. Physically, yeah, he's sorry, all of these. I'm, I'm thinking looks every <laughs> yeah. time now. Um, no, another player we haven't seen yet because he's injured. Uh, AA, I'm gonna say AA. Fully enough, with, a, with I AA, I think he's gonna be the next Gladden. Well, we did a, a couple of polls on Twitter today about who people thought would be to, uh, this season's best and worst player. Nearly every single person went for AA's worst player. I don't, despite um, the fact that he hasn't played, he hasn't kicked a, a ball. game. Yeah. I, I think it's quite a strange thing the to say. Yeah. It is, but I think the fact that nobody in the second tier of German football were interested in him. Mm. So maybe that might sort of cloud people's judgment of him. Think if he's that good, fact, why was yeah. he allowed to leave? Uh, the gentle giant, the beast, Willy Bolly. What a name! He's the new hero. I've just got. He's yeah. got hero. He's going to be new butler in your eyes. Yeah. 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 That's all I, I thought. He's the next butler. He's and built I'm like that's what he's always <laughs> dreamed. <laughs> 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 I have he's been called Portuguese for butler when he was warming up for those big Champions <laughs> League nights. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could be <laughs> like Paul <laughs> Butler. I wish I could have that Oasis hair on the wall as a kid. He had a Paul Butler poster. One day, one day. Well, there was only two made, and I had one of them. So. Willie Bonnie probably had the second. I don't know whether this is more my generation, but there used to be a, a programme on kids' TV um, about Michael Owens. Yes. A good yes. drama about where Michael Owens would come to life in the picture. Yes. That's how I imagine yeah. Paul Butler comes to life. <laughs> to Billy Bolly when he was a kid and told him how to play. You can do it, son. Yeah. Just do what I did. Tough rap every week. Yeah. Throw yourself oh, at it, man. But from, you know, from, from reports I've seen so far, he's, he's a beast, really. He's, he's, mm. a, he's not a... Um, he, I think of the right way of describing it without sounding harsh. Yeah, it. 
He's not exactly great on the ball. He's not a subtle footballer. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, there's no art, just art, artistry to his play. Yeah, he's not like a Jonathan Woodgate. In like, all fairness, he, he will just he will <laughs> bury a defender and attacker at some but point. I think that's what we need. Yeah, like there was a point where I think it was Maras. Like he knocked the ball in front of him, like a solid ten yards, and was running towards him. him out. And I was like, "Oh god, he's gonna, he's gonna kill him." Yeah. Like, <laughs> is it, is he more like a despair you than actually tackle you? <laughs> yeah. I look yeah. at it. Like, no, it's more like just stand there and let you run into <laughs> him. Like he doesn't need, he doesn't need to like engage. He just needs to stand there and can just take yeah. it, like yeah. absorb it. But he's gonna be the one with all our flair players, like the Sunday yeah. League team. You've got your best players, mm. and you always got the one centre back that's just he's, as hard as a yeah. cotton nail. Yeah. That if anyone touches them. Yeah, they're gone basically. I'm, I'm so looking, I think he's going to be like I'm looking forward the for protector. The, yeah, I'm looking forward to like a really argumentative striker just getting wound up by him, like just pu- try to push him and realizing what he's yeah. doing. <laughs> like if you're in a nightclub and you start to go about to, you go shit. They're not big about me. <laughs> uh, another player's been impressing um, this preseason, Barry Douglas, mm. who a lot Re- of people have rated. He is yeah. 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 Re- really good on Saturday. Again, he, he's had a bit of an odd kind of nomadic. Uh, well, well, Rangers, yeah. and then he went to before Coyes. We went to someone else. Yeah. yeah. And he wouldn't. Does that mean we're allowed to do Poznan? Oh, no. I hope not. It's like gives us that. So we've just the Yeah. Right. Okay. Because he's played a club before. Did he win the Turkish League or the Turkish Super Cup? Look up there. Um, but yeah, he seems so. I mean, a lot of people, especially one of my thoughts, he could be one of our standouts this season. But he hasn't been in the Scotland squad, and they're not any good. Yeah. Do you say Scotland, yeah. Scotland yeah. aren't particularly yeah. great at picking players, though, are they? I can't because no. it took like no. it took majors to pick Lee Griffiths. Well, I asked was... um, a Scottish mate of mine why you know he wasn't, and they just yeah. said that Wallace at Rangers is like the court he, hero at left back. So yeah, he's and it helps. He, 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 he plays in Scotland, yeah. and he plays so every week, and he plays for Rangers as well. Obviously, you think that Boy isn't in the mm. international team, but, but I don't think it. Means I think it. Every, I, you know, I think I watched most of the preseason games, um, and I watched Saturday, and he just looks so mm. comfortable on that left wing back. Like, it seems every time he put the ball in, it was in a zone. It, yeah, you know, in an area, it wasn't just like flouted in; it was like whipped yeah. into. No, he's with purpose. I yeah. noticed yeah. as well on Saturday, his kind of undershirt was kind of bright orange, and it didn't really match the shirt. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I, thought, I, I thought, oh no, we've got Scott Goldburn on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> not again, please, not again. Uh, Will Norris from Cambridge, highly rated, is the yeah. is the, is the catchphrase that a lot of um, journalists like to use. But mm-hmm. this seems to be the case with Will Norris. Yeah, from what bits we've seen, he's, he's looked comfortable. He hasn't looked out mm-hmm. of his depth. What were you saying about sort of the Cambridge fans on Twitter about it? Yeah, they've all been very positive yeah. and it's always a good sign to see when you leave a club and you're not yeah, despised for it. Max Rushton gave a yes to Ben, didn't he? Yep, I asked him uh, if we were getting a good keeper and he thankfully replied with, yep. And <laughs> so I thought I'd save that one for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two of us are good journalistic. Yeah. Into, well, yeah. Hashtag yeah. anecdotes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TV presenter gives shocking review of player. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the, the, football the, league news worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruben uh, Vinegrade from Monaco alone. He's someone who's going to mix between the under-23s and the first yeah. team, although no squad number's been given to him. Again, he, wouldn't, we don't really know much about him. It almost seems like it's going to be a toss-up between him and Des Landers mm. this season in terms of who's going to play that second mm. fiddle. Yeah. Was Des Landers giving a shirt number? And I didn't know. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to be wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with yes. And right, let's get on to the two players then. 
Uh, Ruben Neves, firstly. Now, Ruben Neves felt like it was going to be one of those players, like Taliska last summer, that you get linked to this very talented, very prosperous player. And, you know, it's all probably baloney. He's going to go to Liverpool, something like that. But surprisingly, mesmerising to us all, we signed Ruben Neves from Porto for £15 million. Thank you, Uncle Mendes. Um, <laughs> And I'll talk about Jota in a second. And also, sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll say hey, Jota, Diogo Jota as well from Atletico Madrid on loan, another wonder kid. Now, I'm going to hold my hands up here and say I didn't know either of these when we were first linked. So The look I, of disgust. I know, yeah. I know. I'm under the European rock. I've just come out <laughs> to look. Um, I, just, I just thought, you know what, I'm just, everyone else says he's good, I'm getting on the bandwagon. Yeah, he's great, whatever, yeah. I spotted him when he was... Playing amateur football at yeah. um, some third division Spanish team. Anyway, so for the uninitiated, are they as good as people are bragging about? Yes, I've seen a Simply. lot. More, I've seen a lot more of Jota than I have Neves, mm. and Jota was standout for me when I've seen him a couple of times. I, it's difficult to say because you you're going to always, in hindsight, now go, "Oh yeah, he was brilliant." Mm. Now he signed mm. for us, but. You could tell there was, that he was really talented. Uh, Neves, I'd, I can't say I'd seen a lot of him, but when I had seen him again, he just stands out. Mm. He was... Um, words can barely describe how good he was for 60 <laughs> minutes on Saturday. I, just the way he kind of kept the ball. You know, sounds harsh, but when you compare him to Dave Edwards... Um, yeah. it, he's just... Then they play two different sports. All yeah, yeah, like he, yeah. he looks like... When he's in sort of centre midfield, it's time compared to just still, yeah, just no one get no one got near him. I know it was only a friendly. I know it was against Leicester City, who were weak behind him there pre-season, but he absolutely bossed Danny Drinkwater that game. And mm-hmm. just the way he kind of could turn on sixpence, the way he was spreading the ball out wide, some of his crossfield passing. You know, he wasn't afraid to get in amongst it. He was the thing that I probably liked the most is that. He didn't ball watch. So when he did sort of a raking pass to Jota or Douglas on the left wing, which is where we are yeah, he'd carry his run forward. And mm. like, instead of just sort of doing what some of our players do, is sort of just trot. go, oh, that was a good pass, and just stay there. <laughs> like I was always sort of told that like centre midfielders should always be like within 15 yards of the ball. They should always be available. And he was just there. Mm-hmm. when it, like Whoever it was, whether it was, like, whether it was one of the front players or one of the back players, he was there well, to get the ball. Well, that sort of continental midfielder, mm. um, they they just don't stop moving. Mm. Like, if you watch Iniesta or Xavi when he was in his mm. pond, they just constantly, all the work is done yeah. off the ball. Um, and that's why everything can look simple, because they're just constantly right moving. Mm. He doesn't look like he'll shirk it either. Like, he's not diminutive as well. I think that's sort of one of the things that surprised me. He's a proper, like, got a box-to-box physique as well. So he's not, it doesn't look like someone who's just going to you know, be a bit frail and a bit weak off ball. He's someone seems like he's like yeah. up for it. I think you know, playing can, alongside mm, Sace, it was yeah. No one can doubt his his actual ability, his he technical has, ability. Mm. It's just how they adapt, isn't it? Which... I do actually have a quote from Neves um, as of fifty four minutes ago from Jan Hagen on Twitter saying um, Ruben Neves about Wolves. Honestly, I liked what I saw. I knew Wolves is a big club uh, with a lot of history, but the facilities um, surprised me positively. <laughs> I guess. Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> petered out towards the end. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a really good club, but I mean, 
Oh, actually got like changing rooms. Yeah. <laughs> these, these Portuguese football experts have took an absolute battery yeah. this summer. Like, uh, every tweet you just see a hundred Wolves fans going, "What's Joe? Like, What's Neves like?" Yeah. <laughs> well, he did an interview recently with Neves for a, a Portuguese magazine. I think it might have been a Bo, uh, Ojogo. Ojogo. We know all the Portuguese. <laughs> I know. All 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 yeah. I'm subscribed to them all. <laughs> um, but a lot of people were quite um, found it quite refreshing. Some of his comments in terms of. Uh, what he said about you know his future at Wolves and and what he thinks. There's one here where he was asked, um, "Is Wolves a shot window for the top English clubs?" And he said, "Yes, it will be easier to move to the Premier League from here. I'm focused on getting better as a player, and this is the right place to do so." And a lot of people have kind of said, "That's fine. Don't 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 throw the PR into it. We don't really care if you are here just to maybe mm. just give your profile as long as you." do the job for us and then go off. Is that a mentality, though, that Wolves should have in the future? There are two clubs in the world that aren't selling clubs, Mm. and that's Real Madrid and Barcelona. Every other club in the Mm. world, Mm. players will move if one of those two clubs comes in. We can't be snobby and say that players are going to want to come to us and stay with us forever. Because even even Man United, Ronaldo always wanted to go to Real Madrid. Mm. And he did, and it's going to happen. Yeah, so. and there are two sides to the, the the argument there. Fine, he's using us to increase his profile and move on. We're using him to increase our profile and move on as well. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's perfectly fine. Don't I don't, really I see, don't see any issue like, with let, it whatsoever. So long as he doesn't do anything in, let's say, a year's time, eighteen months, two years, whatever it is, where sort of he sort of throws his toys out of pram, puts in transfer requests and things like that. But I don't think he will. I think the club and probably his agent most likely will just move things very quickly yeah. to get him somewhere. Mm. And actually, it's life in it at the end of the day. It's, so it's like, football. We'll, we'll have got, it's football now. That's what it is. It's like if we haven't got anything out of him in, two, in a year and we end up being 15th in the championship again and we're under an English manager where the ball's just flying over his head and he wants to go, fair enough. If we get promoted and he's been the best player in the championship by a country mile and he wants to play for a better team because he's shown it, then fair enough. Yeah, I'd rather, can't I'd rather have it. players that the top clubs in England are going to be interested in buying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If, if, if we're, George Savile. If we've got players rather, that are using Wolves to get a move to one of the top four, I am more than happy with that. Would you rather have Nevers in midfield or Lee Evans? It's, it's just... <laughs> genuine, <laughs> genuine, genuine, <laughs> call, yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to get a coin for you just to flip on it? Then? Well, this is my <laughs> argument. I don't mind us being used. It's fine. <laughs> it is completely fine. Yeah. Be like a supermodel using you to raise her profile. It is fine. Sound to your So, never a joke today. In a sense, this is drink and two, really. This, this calibre and potentially the top player we could get even in the future if we. Raise our profile as, as we hope. None of us even dream this. No. no. Mm. That's, I think, what is mad for me. I don't even dream. I don't even know who these guys are. <laughs> 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 that would have been a bizarre dream yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dreamt of a Portuguese under 21 international <laughs> signing for Wolves. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about some link players now. By the time you listen to this, Wolves may have announced the signing of their first striker this summer in Leo Bonatini from Al Hilal. Hilal, I believe. Uh, no, he, he plays obviously in Saudi Arabia at the moment, but he. Got 17 in 33 in Portugal. Um, Brazilian striker, so old Brazilian He'd up front. be the second Brazilian we've ever signed. The first one? Well, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to live and up to that. that. Worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
do, do, we, do we know anything about this guy? Do, nah. He's got no. 17 and 33 yeah. for middle ranked. Yeah. yeah. I'd looked, according to Wikipedia anyway, oh. he'd got 50, uh, 56 games, 29 goals. So he's a one in two striker. Yeah, he seems like a big lad. I think he's mm. about 6'1. So. Yeah. Mm. This is where we talk about the replacement of Bodvarsson yeah. potentially as well. I'd, I'd looked into the Saudi League because obviously if you can score goals there, it doesn't necessarily you can score goals there. <laughs> the Saudi League is ranked 24th in the world. Out of? Out of, all of, out of all of the top. Oh, leagues. really? Okay. To put that into context, Scotland, 25th. <sighs> so, I mean, to be fair, so Norway, scored 15 goals in the SPL. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I reckon I could get 15 in the SPL. <laughs> Do you think? Do you? No, well, I'd love to. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to argue now. <laughs> Maybe it was all attacking mid. Yeah. 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 I have to play quite far. I only last five minutes just on the pitch in general. <laughs> Not just be worn out too easily. So that's one player who may, we may have signed. Other linked players: Sam Gallagher, on loan from Southampton. People seem to be pleased about that one. If that comes through, what's everybody's thoughts on Gallagher? I felt that we moved on a little bit from loaning sort of potential English uh, yeah. stroke. We loan Portuguese players, now, British right, British talent. Mm. That was why that link it just never sat right mm. with me. It just didn't. Not that I'm be against it. I just yeah. didn't think it seemed that that was the model. Of it just seems the least the exciting club. of all the yeah. leading strikers. Didn't yeah, it? and we'd read reports. Was it Tim Nash who'd said that he, um, Nuno's looking for a striker who good mm. one touch football. Yeah. And from what bits I saw of Gallagher last season, he was a bit more of a Bad Varson like, mm. except he. Could score a few he scored more a cracking goal against us, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, that, he scored yeah. on the volley, didn't he? Yeah. I think it was one touch. It I was think it was a one touch move. <laughs> yeah, it was. He's done it. So I'm basing on that one shot. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and the other bizarre one that has been reported in the last few days or rumoured was Andre Gray from Burnley for 20 million. Now I'm not going to say no, but that's never going to happen, is it? No, that's not going to be the ultimate. 20 final million signing. is a big risk. Yeah, as well. and he's only got. A year left from his contract. Yeah, yeah. I read, so. I think that's far too much money for him. And also odd that he's a Mendes player. And I didn't. When they say, I, did, I didn't realise. Yeah. Yeah. What Wolves fans are going to have to get used to at some point is transfer fees are essentially just irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. it's all about wages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're mean completely anymore. irrelevant no. to Foden. It doesn't matter how much the player mm. is. Twenty million will they'll be breaking the transfer record every. Pretty much every window now. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. And if we spend twenty million on a striker who will probably get twenty five goals at this le- level and get promoted, well, you have to look at yourself. Yeah. You have yeah. to look at the going rate for strikers in the Championship. Though Sam Belong goes for fifteen yeah. million, McCormack goes for fourteen million. The sum before last. And really, strikers mm. are the highest commodity. Really, they're yeah, the prize possessions that you want. And we are going to have to pay not only top dollar, but it's going to be hard to find that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a yeah. massive risk. Whereas defence and midfielders, you can mm. always get perhaps a solid play. You know, it's going to yeah. do a job. Striker, it's that it one in one in yeah. five, for example, which you're just lucky enough that yet yeah, they do the job. Unless you get someone who you just know, like a Zambalonga. Yeah, there's not many like just bang average strikers are there these days. Do you know what I mean? Like you say, yeah. you either get strikers who get one in two or like a really high ratio. Or you get ones which can barely hit double figures. There's no like in between anymore because mm. you used to have players like Yakubu in the Premier League who just be solid independent and get you one in three. You don't really have that anymore. Nah, mm. consistency in a striker yeah. is it's rare. This is where I'm going to get proved massively wrong, isn't yeah, it? It's be so <laughs> I, I can see. I'm looking at Ben here. I can see. I'm going to research every one in three striker <laughs> yeah. and send them text messages <laughs> on an hourly basis. Yeah. <laughs> just in the middle of the night, <laughs> and you wake up in a cold sweat. I'm going to set an alarm. 
and then concurrently every hour we'll send you another striker that's got one in three records. Yeah. It's got to be over a period of time. No. Uh, one goal in three games. <laughs> yeah. will be sent over. Well, so I'm sure we're going to have more uh, names linked, but it's weird with the striker, isn't it? Because it's the one position we desperately need and Nuno decides to really build from the back. Mm. And it's that last one. It's always at the end, isn't it? Mm, yeah, we'll just, always. We'll end up getting someone from Uyovo or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I think right. with the system, though, I don't think it's as reliant on a striker as mm. other formations. So no, I think that's we why were... he's not been sort of first signing mm. has to be a striker. Mm. I mean, on, on Saturday, we were playing primarily Caballero as a central um, attacking player. And you sort of swap between Jota and... Uh, bright, but we were really crying out for a yeah. Yeah. focal point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like someone who just stayed between the goalposts. Yeah. And like, I think we sort of talked about uh, Douglas. He'd be knocking in balls, but there wasn't like you had almost someone on the near post, someone on far post, but no one in the middle, which is where kind of most of it was going. And you're like, I know we got linked to a phobie, but it's like if we'd have a phobie there, yeah. Yeah. We, we saw we, the we chance Cavallero put wide from yeah. within the six-yard box. Yeah, you'd, you'd bet on it, most it, of the strikers yeah. sticking that. A in. good a good striker will absolutely fill their boots at Wolves. Yeah, we, absolutely we, fill their yeah. boots. It, it, we are missing that missing piece of the jigsaw. Well, oh, I know a man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely did not see that. <laughs> Douglas whipped that ball in, and it came to Bakari, and he just. Yeah. It just sliced it straight wide, wide yeah. where anyone with an instinct mm. it was in the back of their neck. But yeah. Why don't we give the duck a run out? I'm, I'm getting disappointed. Quite, quite, did quite. we see? Mm. Did quite, you guys see his? Yeah, it was a world of <laughs> yeah. a goal. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. but who knows? Uh, let's talk about pre-season then. Uh, Wolves uh, started with a, a pre-season trip to Austria and then uh, came back to play games in Shrewsbury, uh, Peterborough, and Leicester. This has been the first. I don't know whether it's just because it's social media, but this has been the first pre-season I can ever remember where there's been so much coverage and heightened. And like people, we all watch games, and people are annoyed and worried about certain performances in pre-season. I think because they made them well, most of them sort of free for view, mm. um, or made them available to watch. It's given fans that bit more of an insight, um, but at the same time. You kind of look at some play, some fans do kind of look at it as well. What is this an indicator of? Mm. Um, so it's like if we win, oh yeah, it's great. But if we lose, it's the end of the world, which doesn't really work. I think it's just mm. the way that the club's moving forward and getting up yeah. with the times that this yeah, is what is. clubs are doing now. They are showing literally every single game, and I think that's a good thing. Mm. I think that is a good thing. Well, I remember as a kid. Like I just checked the paper, and it'd be a tiny little thing of what the wolf scoreline was. Okay, that's good. Get with the times. It's it's training. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, I found sort of. I I know there's the uh, documentary coming out um, end of this week about sort of wolves and pre-season, um, but one of the things that I kind of picked up from reading it is that they did a lot of work in playing players whilst they're fatigued. Um, to see how far they could push him in the next game, and like they seem to have done quite a lot of interesting stuff around it because we haven't actually played. I don't think that many games. It doesn't feel like in other years we were having like two every. We, it feels like we, we sent two teams out at like, yeah. yeah. the same time. I think Villa did that this year. Yeah, 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 Villa have done that this year. Like yeah. double games. No, and um, yeah, I, 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 by all accounts, it seems to have worked because we've kind of completely swapped system, but. 
they've taken to it quite well by the looks of it. Mm. Um, so I think Nuno's had them running really hard when they're out in Austria, especially. Double session. Mm. Yeah, to make sure that they're getting that system right. And they, look, they looked comfortable with it. Um, well, so out in Austria, we had uh, two wins and one defeat. We had a defeat to Shrewsbury Town and a win against Peterborough and Leicester. What were general... Because you know a handful of us only kind of seen random games on the stream and, and in person. What are people's general thoughts been on pre-season, or is there any thoughts? I, I think the majority of it is getting used to a new system. Yeah, yeah and I think mm. what Rich is saying that it looked half decent on Saturday. Like then you can say it yeah. would be a success, but it's, it's like when it worked. Yeah, it's like I mean, say it. Proof will be in the pudding on Saturday, won't it? But they looked like they knew what they were doing. Yeah, like, in, it was like when it worked, see. it really worked. There's yeah. still a couple of points where like they were trying to do short passes and they were just being easily intercepted. Mm. But you kind of get that whatever you do. Um, and it was hard to sort of tell whether it was the system or the players' fault that they're mucking mm. up a short pass. But I think it's going to be one of those where when it clicks for us, we're going to be unstoppable. But if a team catches on to what we're doing... Could be difficult. Yeah. Because then all, all of a sudden you'll... Like, it's great having Cody as sent... Uh, you know, playing basically a libero role. And he's been, he's been he's probably been the star of pre-season, I'd argue. Um, along with someone like Cavalero in terms of being like properly stand out. But I don't think it will take a lot to isolate him. Um you know, I'd be quite happy with pre-seasons to all be behind closed yeah. doors. Yeah, I'd, I'd, oh, this is, yeah. It's yeah. a nonsense. This is another argument in terms of why you know we give a lot of media access now and a lot of access to fans, but surely a lot of these sessions should just be for the club to get on with what they want to I'd do. Be quite, mm-hmm. I'd be quite happy to be going into next week, not with a little bit of, I don't know, like a yeah. little bit of mystery mm-hmm. about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Being told maybe what the results were. Yeah, we don't need to it. have seen all this. I, yeah. I, I'm not bothered because it is it is good Just content. Them, but yeah. I was going to say, and it gives them a commercial. Yeah, and that's what mm. I think that football clubs now are a money making machine twenty four seven. Whereas yeah. go back ten years, it was season finished. You read a bit in the paper so about it. So it started. It starts again yeah, first week in August. You saw someone holding a shirt on the back of the Express and Star, and then mm. you read the results or the game. You know, a little like, bit of a match report. It's all changed now. I was going to say, look at some of the bigger clubs. They have post-season friendlies. Like, oh, oh, yeah. So Spurs, going, yeah. Spurs going to Australia for a random match. Like, yeah. Two days after the Premier League. Yeah, it's one madness, game. isn't it? But also people like, you know, all the, the, the top four really, when they go off to Malaysia or something, they're going to have a, a tournament there. Do their managers really want to go no. to Malaysia? Yeah, okay, they still get to play people like Real Madrid and Barca and stuff like that. But surely mm. you would think a lot of managers want to have, maybe have a training camp and then go play certain teams. Yeah. Like, to... Look at the Emirates Cup as well. Like Arsenal had two games in two days and they swapped players and stuff like that. And some of them played. But I don't know. Their sports, I can't imagine their fitness team being overly happy with how that's structured. Because Wolves have kind of done it in the right way that we had like three games in a fairly short period of time and then we kind of went to a game every five days and you know like as soon as you become a bigger club obviously yeah, yeah. the financial well, for the implications clubs, Malaysia Australia China you know, it's just a marketing dream you know they don't play part of a month in America I'm this, waiting yeah. for my pre-season tournament in China this is what, yeah. where is it <laughs> yes. this is why winter break wouldn't work in England though because every single club yeah. would just go and do a tour yeah. Yeah. no break yeah. there, there exactly. wouldn't be a break yeah. Because I agree it, with that. they wouldn't want to lose the revenue. They would 100% go on tours. That's mm. why, my opinion. And it has been that revenue has become much more important than building towards first game of the season to hit the ground yeah. running. 
So that's why I'm quite pleased that we've gone the way we've gone and actually structured it for mm. the, the, the season rather than for the cash. And the other thing about pre-season, which has been funny for, for, for some of us, is uh, Nuno's not really want to talk to the press. Oh, really? I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think, I I think he loves it. He's just, everyone's just losing yeah. their minds. He's not <laughs> speaking to anyone. Imagine what a man has one Especially man. me. I was going to say, apart from the fact that you have one man around the table who has yeah. met and spoken yes. to him. I feel quite honoured, actually, yeah. that he took his time to spend five seconds. With <laughs> Chris gives an exclusive interview. You call him Chris. Yeah. <laughs> we speak to the one man who's spoken to Nuno. <laughs> Tim, though. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Has he said more to me than some certain journalists? Yeah, I think so. If anyone wants to contact me for the inside scoop. But it's all right. It's not a strange thing that a manager doesn't want to talk about pre-season and he probably just wants wants to talk when the season actually begins. It's the same as what we're talking about. So it puts this extra pressure on the team and all this extra coverage. He's Either he's not wanting to speak in English or he doesn't want to actually try and make a media circus for well, a better word another thing another okay. um, spotty football that I haven't told you and forgot I was in an airport oh. in, and I was on the way where was I going I don't it's irrelevant but uh, <laughs> Phil Neville was there oh yeah and obviously there was at Valencia yeah. so I thought this is my opportunity yeah. now I'm not sure if he'd been announced actually and um, I went, and mm. he was a little bit more chattier than Mr. Santo. Yeah. And I just asked him, you know, how you thought he'd get on, and you get the usual stock responses yeah, yeah. about, you know, whatever he's going to say. But he did say his English was very good, okay. and the ten words he did say to me were perfect. So he did say that communication mm. would have been the least of the worries about okay. how he'd succeed at the mm. club. Well, maybe it's like Pochettino when he came to England. Yeah, he, he through, uh, He could speak perfectly fine English, he just allegedly. Did. He just mm. didn't want yeah, to be misquoted. In the, the yeah, and the story was he actually spoke perfect English with the Southampton players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And But people just presume that he didn't. Yeah. Just quite interested. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that turns out when he knows the season but goes. I mean, like, you've got, That'll be interesting. But Costa Let him do what he wants to do. Yeah. You've got like Costa doesn't do interviews. No. And like, it's nothing against certain media establishments or anything like that mm. Less, least of all ours <laughs> he can come on yeah you he... won't know what's going on at all <laughs> yeah. you're more than welcome imagine to imagine if on. we get the first interview with Nuna do some squash to be fair I think um, media groups establishments however you want to call them do kind of get hung up on the idea that players and managers have to have speak to. Mm. yeah and like it, it's their God-given right. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I know there is some contractual stuff, especially with Premier League. But just after a friendly, I don't think there should be any. No, I don't think he's needed to say. I I don't really no. understand no. what he's needed no. to say. Yeah, what what is he going to say? He's essentially done. You know, a, what? How long we've we been in pre-season? Mm. Four or five weeks. Yeah. Just in a five-week yeah. training camp, he what's doesn't he, need to come out. What's he going to say that's going to have? What's going to be more impact? important after four games when it's been mixed results? Yeah. And you want to know what's going wrong or pre-season friendly when you've won one nil? Oh, I'd like yeah. him to come out after every game with a load of cliches. Yeah, because like it's good to get you know minutes under the belt with some of the players. You know, assess them, see what they're all about. Or like we like or really hips of things, but when the uh, river runs wild. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's talk about predictions for the season then. We'll start with Wolves firstly. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to run through these and I'll, I'll go on the table. Who do you think is going to be the best player in the Wolves Championship season 2017-18? Chris Merricks. I'm going to toss the coin between that. I think that Neves will just be the standout, obviously. Yeah. But from what I've heard, I've seen, I think Douglas could be 
mm. you know, a real standout. Never slash Douglas. Ne- I'm going to go never slash Douglas. Andy, are you going to I've gone for same as Chris. I said best player. I think we never. Mm. But I think the signing could be Douglas. I think in a million. Yeah. I think we've got a player called Barry Douglas though. <laughs> Really ruins the. He's a brilliant footballer, but it's just yeah. the name is. Yeah. Just sounds like, like a CNA model. Yeah. Right, it? yeah. <laughs> Willie Bolly. It's because it's two Never first names, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, I keep calling him Barry. Promise <laughs> 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 you all know who. No, if we do a podcast, I say if we do a podcast like we're not going to be here next week. If we say, oh well, Barry had a good game, you're all going to know who it is. Well, we're not going to have two Barrys, are we? Until Gareth signs. He sounds like one of the authenticators on Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> 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 um, ben, best player, and you can give the best signing as well on this uh, one. Jota to both. Jota to both. Rich, I'm going to make it a hat trick and say that. Best player is going to be Neves, but I think on sheer transfer fee to talent mm. and impact, I think it's probably going to be Douglas. I'm going to make it country poor. And go for <laughs> that as well. Go. My choice well. So, we have forgot about Halder Costa as well, who yeah. seems to just. He's here now, so we we take it for granted yeah. that there's a good chance if he comes back fit, he will still be the best player yeah. in the club because yeah. he is really, really, really good at football. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> just, just think, we're going to afford like Jota, Cavalera, and Costa. Yeah, I know. I've, I've barely David stopped thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. David um, was just penetrating. <laughs> penetrate that front three. Sorry. Worst player. <laughs> <laughs> worst player, worst signing. Worst player, worst signing, Rich. Uh, the Wolves have signed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still what yeah. Ben said. Worst uh, player, worst signing this uh, season. Uh, Ofosu, uh, yeah. Uh, the generic. Go well, for the scapegoat. The fact that uh, he's going to be the next Silvio at this yeah. rate because he's not had a pre-season. Um, him or Bennett. Yeah, but I, Bennett. I think that's going to be probably A for ben, months, isn't it? Ruddy. Ruddy. For both. Um... I think the Bennett signing will be worse just mm. because I don't think we're going to get... I honestly don't see us getting any value mm. out of it. Uh, Andy? Yeah, I've gone for EA. I don't think he's going to get the games. No. Mm. Chris? Bennett. I'm going to go, go with Bennett. Yeah, just because... I always get a bit touchy as to why certain players leave certain clubs. Mm. That mm. Rudy, I, I think he probably left Norwich because of money because I think he mm. would have been mm. on a Premier League contract. What would Bennett have been paid... Yeah. Not as much mm. as him, and if he was worth anything, they'd have gone. Go on, we'll give you another contract, and then he's mm. end up or so. Well, Gordon Bennett, I'll say Gordon, Bennett as well. Bennett. Um, scapegoat player of the season. Who is the player that everyone's going to be using as the scapegoat? If this is why Wolves aren't doing very well, uh, Andy, I'll come to you. I'll, I'll mix up around the table. If we start to struggle, I can see people jumping on Cavalero. Yeah, because yeah. he's that luxury yeah. player, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. But in pre-season, he's been dynamite. So I hope he can just carry that form forward. One for Cav, Rich. Jota uh, or Sace. Because everyone kind of gets on the back. Like, Sace is one of those who's got a bit of a divide, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. But, I, you know, Jota's very accomplished from what I've seen. But, again, you know there's going to be fans that if he has a poor game in November, can't hack it in England. Mm. Yeah. Ben? Sace and Nevers. Sace and Nevers. Ooh. I just have a feeling that People are going to be on his back quite quickly. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because with the fee. we've signed him for 15 million now, and he scored 15 goals, and it's yeah. nearly Christmas, yeah. and he got 14 assists. He core hack it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 we're not very good at appreciating those types yeah. of players. Chris? 
I put Bat just for a bit of comedy value. Yeah. I think even if he's yeah. not playing, I think he's still <laughs> going to play. Yeah, he's still getting abused. I think I think it'll be Edwards again. I just think he may get more games. But and I think, people will be like, why is he playing Edwards when we've got so so on the bench? But I think that with the signings he's made, we're going to get what we want from Deadly Dave. That he's yeah. going to be an impact player yeah. off the bench, and and yeah. you're going to need that at times yeah. during the season. Surely, if we are going to be challenging at the upper yeah. end, you're going to need a bit of experience when. Mm. The Neves and Jota and that may just not be having their best yeah. days for us. That you need someone mm. to come do a job. I love that. Do a job. But, but you are you, going to need you're right. Like you do you. need someone who you can can't yeah. just about depend on at this yeah, level. That can get 10, 12 substitute appearances a season yeah. if he's happy with that. Then. And finally, league position. Where in nine months' time, predicting now, do we think Wolves <laughs> are going to end up come the end of He's the season? I think we just need to point out before we get absolutely hammered on Twitter for whatever these predictions are that we are under no illusion that there is a risk with what, <laughs> yeah. what is going on at the club. We, we, we have got brains that we, we do understand there is I, I, a I don't risk. know, I Your think people don't think we've got a brain. <laughs> That's the thing. I like, I roll that. That's the sort of thing you say before you're going to give a single figure answer here, yeah. Chris. Yeah. I think my this is not going to have two figures, is it? Well, I'll, 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 I'll have those balls. Those great balls of fire to kick things off. Yeah. Sixth. I'm going for sixth. A sneaky playoff. Um, sneaky playoff. There, you know, get in that position. There we go. Ben. Oh. Get to rich oh. last. He needs some time. <laughs> Third. Yeah. Third. Okay. Sixth. Second. <laughs> okay, second. Rich. I'm going to go second. Second. I don't know who's going to finish above us, but... Yeah. We'll work out. We're going to be first yeah. and second. <laughs> yeah. Andy. All day I've been tossing between second and third. Second. Oh, three seconds. Chris? Chris. 40. <laughs> <laughs> Relegation. I, I've also been thinking about this. Um, I'm going to go for seventh. Oh, oh, I'm I'm the I just wanted to bring the average number down. Fausen hater. I know. I'm a Fausen lover, <laughs> but I, I am one that would have a slight bit of patience that if we didn't finish fair, second think, or third, that you know. When did, where did we finish last season? Then? Was it 15? 15. Yeah. So we've still had a pretty decent improvement on pretty yeah, much what yeah. we all. We all think we're going to win the league. That is basically what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before, before we preview the game against Middlesbrough at the weekend, let's just talk about the, the, the league in general. It's the classic championship. It's always tough to get out of. Um, who do we think are going to be the big players um, this season in the league? Who aren't going to do so well? And who are going to be the surprise packages? Pressure on Ben and I. He got it spot on last season with surprise packages. We did. We did. We high five across the table. Did you put a bet on? No, no, well, no. Yeah, it doesn't matter to anyone. Huddersfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think I did have Wolves finishing about fourth. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here we go. So this did you out really... over like the twenty-three other names? When yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just edit it. Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to do well this season in the championship? Apart from Wolves, of course. Bora. Yeah. Yeah. Don't see it with Bora at all. I do. I really see it with him. I think. They've got a lot of experience. It'd be interesting to see how Gary Monk does, because mm. I've not been 100% convinced with him. I think he's very flash in the pan so far. The one that I'm, I'd say I'm the most surprised at with sort of bookmakers odds is Villa. I don't see Villa mm. at all. I don't think their signings have been particularly inspiring. Mm. Their fans are, well, a lot of Villa fans as well, and they're saying, well, we don't even know why we're favourites. <laughs> have, mm. have you watched yeah. us play? <laughs> I'll, I'll be very surprised if he's the manager 
really? the end of the season. Ooh. That's the only thing they've got going for them. He's Bruce at this level. He's, he's got mm. the record, hasn't yeah, he? Did, yeah. He yeah. did have a really good hall side that he didn't get automatic true. promotion. Mm. Mm. Yeah, true. Bottom Brought El Mohamedy. Mm. He's, re- he's putting the band back together. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> If we, if we were going into the season and we'd signed Al Mohammed, they're going to win the league now with 150 points. Yeah. But <laughs> if, we, if we were going into Saturday having signed like John Terry, Chris Samba, Al Mohammed, mm. Glenn Whelan, I wouldn't be delighted, let's yeah. just say that. Underwhelmed. And, and then for those who may not do so well, I think Spaff Sunderland are a, a, an obvious. Just given recent see, stories mm. about Darren Gibson as well. I can see Sunderland almost doing yeah, what Sunderland is. Yeah. I think. I think they have a squad. I, I think, think Hall are going to struggle. I'll Hall down. I, I don't yeah. think there'll be relegation candidates, bro. I can see him finishing. I think 12th. Yeah. I, they've lost so many of their yeah. core I, players. Mm, and I don't know if um, they've kind of played to some belong, but Forest were poor last season. Poor. Mm-hmm. And they only just about survived. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some belong was their only half decent yeah. outlet in that team. So I don't know if they've done anything with him. I don't. I like him, but I can't see Burton doing no, it. No, I think they'll go down. Yeah, I think they'll get a bit of second season. I think the drive. bottom three will be any one of Barnsley, Bolton, Burton, Millwall, Forest, or QPR. Yeah, yeah I think QPR. But I think it'll really be struggle. any of them really? six. Yeah. They'll be gone. Yeah, I'm really, really sure about them. Really. But let's talk about surprise packages then. Anyone who you think this season are going to really surprise everyone, mm. apart from Wolves, of course. I've got my little. Uh, Got prediction ready? But I'll, uh, you go I'll, first. I'll, 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 I'll let the table discuss this. I've got two. One's Brentford. Yeah. I think that they kind of consistently. Are I still on yours? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and the <laughs> other one I'm going to be swiping the air. Oh, I might say. No. No. Um, Cardiff. Okay. I think yeah. under a full season of Warnock. Again, he's got that thing with Bruce, hasn't he? That he'll, it's going to be horrible to watch. But I think that they'll it's just effective there is yeah yeah. But I think I think I, I genuinely think Brentford have kind of quietly assembled a half decent team. Hmm. Uh, Andy, you going for so any surprises? Gone for Sheffield United. I, I don't think they'll be pushing yeah, okay, top yeah. six, but, but I think yeah. surprise package. Tenth, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they'll have a fair season. Chris, surprises. I've gone for the new German coach to the league to take them near enough up. Yeah. Norwich. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's on the basis that they have been in the Premier League in recent well, years. I don't think it's much of it. Great. No, no, no. They didn't do that much. And mm. I think with the. They've had a bit of a rebuild, coach. haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Because they got rid of yeah. a load of players. Yeah. Yeah. Including. That's ben, why I put the surprise. Ben, I'm guessing Brentford were your choice, were they? Brentford would be one. Or. My other one. Yeah. Or. Is Sheffield United, actually. So uh, they've both okay. been said. But I can see Sheffield United doing really well. I'd say Derby as well, but I think yeah. Derby aren't really a surprise package. You expect them to. Yeah. Derby, yeah. Are the, got, Derby are the Wolves, Wolves of the 90s, aren't they, really? Yeah. So. I mean, they've got Huddleston back, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. And, I'll speak yeah. to a Derby fan the other day, and they're just like, he's amazing. Yeah. He's yeah. absolutely amazing in of the park. My prediction is just based solely on a feeling. No, no. Uh, I think this is what we did on Huddersfield. Yeah. yeah. Bristol City. Nah. I'm saying Tough. <laughs> I, don't know why. I was going to say, I think I'm you last come calling back to me when they're at the top of the league. Are you just basing that on their away kit? I'm basing like it on um, a dream I had. They're potentially replacing Tammy Abraham with Joe Mason. Yeah. Which is not a surefire sign of promotion. You watch. Yeah. <laughs> you watch. I love how Dave's still quiet. Yeah. We're ripping into it and going, no, Dave, no, he's going, just 
wait. <laughs> <laughs> End of the season, we'll listen back Surprise. and we'll all regale ourselves. When they finish 21st, now he's going to go, yeah, but you all thought they were going down, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's preview the game of the weekend. It's the opening game of the season and Wolves take on relegated Middlesbrough uh, under Gary Monk. Now, we talked about earlier on the podcast that Middlesbrough have brought in about seven players so far this summer, one being a Sombolonga, uh, Braithwaite from Toulouse and Fletcher from West Ham as well. They've spent £40 million so far this summer. FFP, I Yeah. But then obviously a lot of people have come with the parachute payments and they've, they've actually sold £30 million. They have sold £30 million. Parachute payments. FFP. It's obviously Gary Monk's first game in charge. Um, what dangers are there in that Borough side, apart from the signings? Anyone in particular? Would, would it be a return of George Friend? Mm, yeah, I think it would be. Mm. I'm a big fan of Forshaw and centre mid forward. Yeah, very good. He's a solid player. Served him once in a bank when I worked in a banking establishment. Really? And I, and I looked at his account and went, Are you George Friend's from Wolves? <laughs> yeah. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Handsome man. Yeah, he's uh, quite an attractive What was his uh, account details? <laughs> Confidentiality, Rich. I'll tell you later. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> Any dangers in that side particularly? That um... I think their defence is a danger for us because mm. we have shown that really we haven't, we're still missing that striker. Mm. And last season they were the, they conceded the least amount of goals in the bottom half of the Premier League mm. and they conceded 53. Still... It was Albion in 10th who'd conceded fewer. I mean, I know... Gibson's still highly rated. I can't. I don't Been know. Been a few in for him, haven't they? Yeah, and I can't tell if he's angling for a move at this point because I want about twenty million for him. Mm. Which I mean, he was solid at the back, but but when Albion million. want twenty five for Johnny Evans, Evans. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be the you going can rate of a yeah. homegrown centre half. But is it going to be a good early test for Wolves? And also, is the yeah. question of really don't base a lot of things on this game. In yes. the sense of don't don't you know think if we win three nil we're gonna have a great season if we lose three nil right what's going wrong it's quite it's a strange I always find the first game quite strange because mm. you're really looking forward to it the game finishes and you walk out and you think it doesn't actually matter no mm. still got a million and one yeah, games. yeah. yeah. You, you, you haven't learned anything from that no. match as much you read the three points off the top of the table or three points off the bottom mm. or one Just, I, I, yeah. I, I yeah. can't get excited yeah, about well I am so that's a terrible <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> um. The side that played against Leicester at the weekend, do we think the side that started is likely to be the side that we'll see against Middlesbrough? Oh. Or, or Santo, or Polito Santo, sorry, do his little, uh, little tactic changes. Definitely, well, Bar Cavalero's going to have to come out. Yes, which he's banned for the yeah, game. Dicko will come in. I think he didn't play Dicko at all on Saturday. That's the second game in the row he's not played because of injury, and there's no it's news about that either. I thought he just was resting. No, no he's injured. injured. Yeah, so I think we'd like to be... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be Bonatini or um, Enabacar, I think. Yeah. Can I change my prediction? Enabacar struggled on Saturday, I yeah. thought. Right, he, does, uh, he needs a loan. Yeah, I, I don't know how long... Get out I don't know how long we can say he's still raw or yeah. he needs a loan. He is still younger. Because like, you had yeah. points where... We had a couple of chances, we were in about two minutes of one another and it was on the highlight reel where he curled one just wide of a post and he scuffed a left footed one. Yeah. But he slows down play. Like they're trying to do all you know, really sharp one two touch passing and then he gets the ball under his feet, he tries to turn. I'm struggling to see it. Yeah. I'd I'd like Graham to start, but I don't think he's gonna be fit enough to start. Mm. I'd rather have Ronan in back front three than yeah. end of a car. I don't know if players like focal player yeah. unless he goes Jota there, but but I think he's wasted there though. Yeah, I think we have talked about it, and with the with, with the players that we've got, 
in the midfield and with the wing mm. backs, you need a striker without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. There are times in that game where we will play the ball in a certain way that it won't go through the striker. Mm. You know, it's going to be a lot of possession football building up and then hitting it up the front. It so feels like we're going to rely a lot on midfield. Yeah, massively, yeah. massively. Unless they come in and buy a couple of strikers in the <laughs> the next week, two weeks. But I, can, I can see it being someone like Bonatini if he's if he's signed. Yeah, but I think I think he'll start. Mm. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I yeah. think he'll start. So I think he'll. Probably... Do we know if he's played any games or anything? And he'll score. So far? No, no idea. idea. He'll score. He'll score. He is, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to keep it the same as Saturday. I don't see a point of changing back midfield four effectively in defence. I can't see Bart coming back in. Is no. plans? No, yeah. The yeah. only change is going to be in that Can. front three. Yeah. Let's do the first prediction of the season. We should do some kind of prediction league, shouldn't we, really? Yeah. I'm going to try and keep we'll try and tally. Yeah. yeah, we'll try and keep so we're tally. Throw, we should throw a tape to the others in the group as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll try and yeah. keep track. And how do we rank it in terms of exact score three I've, points? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. One point. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's do the first prediction of the season. Wolves against Middlesbrough on the opening day of the 2017-28 Championship season. Um, ben Husband, your prediction, please, sir. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Uh, Andy Gillard. 2-1 Wolves. 2-1 Wolves. Rich... Three one wolves. Three one wolves. Chris. Two one wolves. Two one wolves. Nil nil. No, I'm gonna go for uh, two nil wolves. Why not? Why would Why you not? not? Uh, right, let's finish the podcast as we always do. It's the return of Twitter Corner. It's your chance to ask us any questions related to wolves or not wolves. And we will answer them. So I just power up my uh, Twitter page here. And we start with Ash Nolan. He's going on his travels um, to Norway. So who's our favourite Wolves Norwegian? Ooh. Havard. Good old Havard Flo. Havard yeah, Flo. That's mine as well. We love the golf course. I feel like, I've, you've, I feel like got... you've really cornered the market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got in there first. I've got two, but I don't want to say both of them because I'm seeing you guys sweating over there. I have absolutely um, no got... idea. Oh no, he's Danish. Um, <laughs> no, say Nielsen. No, I was going to say uh, Mikael Bischoff. I think I've got one. I'm going to go Gunnar Haller. Gunnar Haller. He played about twice, I think, in the 0102 season. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have we had any of us? We do. Yeah, I was. I've gone for Howard Flow, so you can have the one. I'll let you have it. Um, yeah, so that's one. Um, Dubai Wall. Tell him just that Norway, if he's never been before, take a lot of money. So yeah. 12 oh, quid a beer. It's not slow. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's horrendous. Um, Dubai Wolves, Lacoste or Fred Perry polo shirts? Fred Perry. Fred Perry. Fred Perry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Start yeah. yeah. I'll go for Lacoste just to balance it all out. William Ashworth, which new signing would you start a small business with? Oh, I like Which that question. <laughs> Willie. Yeah, yeah, Big Willie. Big Willie. Big Willie style. Would the shop be called Big Willie style? <laughs> <laughs> he could call it whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, yeah. 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 No. He's going to be funding it as well, yeah. considering, you know. Yeah. And it would be a protection racket, surely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Neves, because I'd make Neves the face of the business, because, yeah. you know, he's, he's that smart looking, well, you know, well looking person. See his that, you face know. on a big poster in a yeah. salon window or something. Yeah. I'm going for Neves. 
And Bolly is the you know the guy you just don't mess with. Yeah. I feel like Barry would, Douglas would be good. I would have. He's well travelled. Yes. Yeah. A... It sounds like a market stall owner. Barry exactly. Douglas. Yeah, that's <laughs> why he'd be good. Oh, I'd have him in a flat cap flogging yeah. meat. <laughs> Barry Douglas is mate. <laughs> I would have Willie Bolly, and we'd be selling umbrellas, and it would be called Willie Bolly's Prollies. <laughs> First of the season. Yeah. I think we've got our podcast title. <laughs> um, <laughs> you didn't say anything for like three minutes. Then. Was that all you was just trying to get something? Yeah, the cogs in his head going round. Joey, Joey, Deegan, are pirates or ninjas? Ninjas. Oh, yeah, ninjas. <laughs> just have a right or wrong answer. Yeah. Just like that. Pirates or ninjas? I've never. Are they? Is it ex- mutually exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick yeah. one, I would say. Pirates, pirates, ninjas. Like cooler clothes, fashion trends. Basically, on a fashion trend. I'm gonna go pirates as well because I can't think of any ninjas. But I can name you pi- famous pirates. Mm-hmm. So. Chris, like ninjas. ninjas. That's the point. You're not supposed to know who the ninja is. They creep up. A well-known ninja isn't a very good ninja. There's two ninja turtles. Two all. I'm gonna have for ninjas just for that. Three, two. Dan Cooper. Cracking question here. Uh, do you keep tomato sauce in the cupboard or the fridge? Cupboard. Fridge. Heave the cupboard. I'm going cupboard. A fridge. Oh, why so, why did, you, did you heave at that? Because it's disgusting. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not like well, don't tomato sauce it with... or the combination of it not being in the cupboard? With... No, being in the fridge is oh, okay. awful. <laughs> I don't understand. It. Genuinely offended. I, I absolutely it. Hate it doesn't taste as good? No. Oh, I'm actually annoyed. <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> right, James Cartwright. How much have Wolverhampton Nando's profits risen since the signing of all these Portuguese players? I think they haven't even gone yet. I'm going to say. I don't. I imagine they don't like it. I have yeah. seen uh, Costa and Teixeira in uh, in Nando's at Bentley Bridge. So that defuncts your. Was that because the Bella Italia was all the tables were full? We don't know. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> it was after the Stoke Irving in the FA Cup. It was that night. Oh, they, celebrated in, they celebrated. They celebrated. Did they go for a game of bowling after? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hit the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> bad arcade. To share a break in the record on the yeah. basketball <laughs> score thing. Uh, and finally, John Cadden, who always throws up a really good food-related uh, question. He's going to finish us off with favourite. <laughs> yes, I said it like that. Oh, I'm, I'm not hungry anymore. Favourite Portuguese beer. Please forgive me for saying this wrong. Sangres. Sangres Preta. Sangres Bo... Sangres. 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 Sangres Bohima. Super Bok Classic. Super Block Abidia. Yeah. Those. Super Bok. Super Bok. Classic. What's anyone else going for with? Superbok. 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 I'm going to go for the second one on the list. I don't feel like you know it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'll go for a, I'll go for Superbok. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, I'll just follow the herd. i just follow the herd. And that's it, everybody. That's the podcast this week. But before we end the podcast, did you know we've got a new sponsor, everyone? New sponsor of the show. Uh, so, not just Opera Creative. If you're looking for your new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Uh, we've also got Hill and Smith Limited. Now, Hill and Smith Limited is a specialist in vehicle restraint systems, off-road solutions, and galvanising to drive safety forward on our busy road network. Nailed it, though. Nailed it. Hill and Smith. Oh, that's as good as your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
hiddensmith.co.uk if you want to visit their website. Thanks to uh, Hidden Smith, they've um, provided us some with some uh, funding for some new audio equipment, which you'll be able to lovely listen with your ears in the next few weeks so thank you very much uh, Hill <laughs> lovely listen with your ears <laughs> so thank you very much for listening and welcome to the Fancast family and that's the end of our opening podcast of the season that went alright didn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah we just all right. it. back back on the road once again start the, the bus road. yeah oh. and um, coming soon episode 300 Ooh. anyway let's carry on it's the end of the podcast thank you very much for listening thanks to your sponsors and uh, you can follow us on social media just type us in on, on your channels for your lols and trolls uh, but for this week it's bye from Richard goodbye everyone bye from Ben bye bye from Andy see ya bye from Chris bye bye and it's bye from me see you next time When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's going to relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink, like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry, to a new ice-cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Whatever you're saving up for. A CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.00% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.